Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Thursday, September the 22nd, 2022. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joining you today to go over the entire Major League Baseball slate. We have uh, 13 games, two different specific slates. We have an early slate, and then we have the main slate that comes up tonight. The times are a little bit different on everything today, so we want uh, we wanted to share everything with you, go at a little bit earlier time so that everybody gets a chance to check out uh, both slates if you're going to play uh, either one. So hopefully people will start drifting in here that they're giving the heads up that uh, we have just gone live, and uh, we will certainly start to go over all of these games. Again, it's it's a little bit of a, a weird slate as far as the timing goes, but I love I love the fact that it's broken up the way that it is. Um, let me say this: I am really pumped about last night. I hope uh, that all of the folks in here had a chance to dive on the winning lineups and winning picks. Uh, I was really sweating because I was super contrarian last night. Had uh, a pitcher in cores, had uh, just a lot of very low-owned selections all over the board, which usually I'm a mixture of some chalk and and some uh, contrarian plays. But, uh, you know, yesterday I just had a real commitment to a lot of the low-owned players. I believed in them, and they got it done for us. It was a fantastic night for the Coach Talk uh, family bunch of winners. We had takedowns. Um, our own D Lux also had a takedown. She uh, bumpered off my uh, Yahoo lineup, which was awesome, and uh, subbed out and put Snell in there, and he did great. So she had a, a super takedown, and I was very proud. I finished second right behind her. So we had Coach Talk 1-2 in that Yahoo, Yahoo contest. So that was a good time. Really swept all five areas, which, you know, it's, it's hard to do. But we we won on DraftKings. We won on FanDuel. We won a lot on Yahoo. Uh, that's been our hot spot. And then we also won on Prize Picks and Boom Fantasy. So it was uh, an all-around sweep for us. And uh, we're, we feel like we're getting super hot at the right time. And uh, I hope... Uh, Hope we get a lot of folks in here today because I spent a lot of time breaking down both slates. I don't think you're going to get uh, that from any other provider here. We're going to give you all of our plays today, payups, values, um, certainly fades, HR picks, uh, all of the stuff that we normally do. But I'm going to do it twice because I'm going to do it for the early slate. And I'm going to do it for the main slate and have it all in one spot here. So here's here's a review of what we're going over today and also what we're going to be supplying at DFS Coach Talk. There's a 205 slate. Weird time, I know it, but be aware of these times because the contests are great. 205 early slate for DraftKings and FanDuel. We'll be supplying full lineups for FanDuel and Yahoo and a core seven for DraftKings. And also at 205 is the all-day slate at Yahoo that we've been absolutely uh, murdering all year long. It's been fantastic. 
And then the main slate is is at a weird time as well, 635. So pay attention to those times so you don't get shut out or get stuck with any uh, lineups that you uh, really don't want to have in there. So uh, the, it, it's 13 games total between the early all day and main slates, and I'm going to cover all of them. Uh, the only weather issue that I see right now is at Coors Field, the San Francisco-Colorado game uh, looks like it's about a 50% chance of rain. Uh, yesterday, we got through it with our Coors pitcher, uh, Mr. Webb. He got it done for us. Uh, but uh, tonight looks, or this afternoon looks like uh, iffy. I think there could be delays. It could be a little bit difficult. So I'm not quite uh, going to focus on that game on the early slate as I normally would for a Coors game, but we will go over that uh, as well. Um, also, I want to thank our presenting sponsor, Boom Fantasy. If you haven't tried them out, we have a link that's attached right here on uh, uh, YouTube. We also have it attached on Twitter if you're watching live on Twitter. And uh, just give them a try. As you can see below me here, you can go 40x on one of your plays. Uh, a lot of fun selections there. A lot of different things that they offer. Uh, I think that uh, y'all will really enjoy them. So check them out. If you want to uh, come in and join us, go to uh, dfscoachtalk.com. You can sign up right there. Uh, and you can also sign up for Boom Fantasy. Just click on that link and then download the app and give it a rip. All right. If you're on YouTube right now, this is the time on the way in the door. We have a pretty small group right now. I'm hoping that it uh, gets bigger as the morning goes. I know a lot of people probably aren't aware that we were going to go earlier. So if you're watching this uh, when it's not live for the main slate tonight or whatever, we do appreciate everybody that listens in, whether it be live or recorded. So uh, we're going after the whole slate, both of them, uh, pretty hard today. Um, but anyway, if uh, if you are watching on YouTube, hit that thumbs up, hit the subscribe button if you haven't already subscribed, and then click the little alert in the upper corner because uh, you want to know when any of our podcasts go live. Today we have two. We have this one, and then at 6.50, 6.50, uh, the two brainiacs behind our NFL product, Mr. Josh Crash Davis and Mr. Stephen Miller Time Miller, uh, will join me uh, for the Thursday night showdown game between the Steelers and the Browns. So uh, definitely uh, join us for that as well. All right, my friends, I stalled long enough to try to let people filter in here. Looks like some of them have joined. Uh, hello there to Joe K. Mr. Jumpin' Joe K, first one in the chat today. It's super job, man. You win the big shout out for being first in the live chat. Boy from Cali, we missed you yesterday, man. You uh, you weren't in our, our live podcast, and I was whining the whole time because I said, where's boy from Cali? But you're back today. I knew you'd be back. My man, David Dulac, hope you're feeling better. I know you said you weren't feeling great yesterday. We're hoping that you are feeling much better and that we're bringing a little brightness to your day, Mr. Dulac. Uh, also, pain, feel the pain is in there. Uh, love to see you guys uh, jumping in early 
Also, if you're in here and you super chat, the super chat goes directly to charity. We uh, give that to uh, a charity each month, and we have a member choose the charity. This month, it is chosen by Mr. Dulac, and he has chosen Operation Hope. So if you do hit that super chat, that goes into that bucket, and we will be sending that forward. So also, the last thing I'll mention, and then I'm going to break down. I'm not going to stop. We're going to go through all these games. Um, definitely, uh, if you have some winners, that's what we want to share in. We really appreciate it. If you let us know in here or on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk, uh, show us your winners. Let us know. Let us uh, spread the love a little bit there. If you're posting your winners on Twitter, definitely tag us at DFS Coach Talk so we can also uh, jump in there. And if you're in Discord, we have a channel right in there to post winners and certainly would uh, encourage you to post those in main chat as well. All right, my friends, weather straightened out. We know what we're providing for today. We know we have two weird times of 2.05 and 6.35 being the main times that we are going to be posting and lock is going to be done in baseball. Really like both of these cards. I think there's some great options on uh, both sides. A lot of balance. Yeah, boy, from Cali. A lot of balance on not just the pitchers, but also the stacks. You're pretty much going to get, you know, feel fairly good that you're not just completely chalky with almost any lineups that you put forward. All right, here we go, my friends. We're going to go to the first game on the board. It does start at 2.05, as Locke states, and it is the Los Angeles Angels and the Texas Rangers. In Texas, roof closed because it's still too hot down there in Texas. Total is 8, 3.64 applied for the Angels, 4.36 for the Rangel Rangers. Michael Lorenzen, 8.4K against Martin Perez, uh, the lefty at 9K. So not, not a game that jumps out to me. Um, I think uh, you've got... Uh, some decent bats on the L.A. side, of course, but you have to really spend up for them. Um, I'm not going to be stacking this game. I do like a few of the bats uh, from the Angels and specifically going to take my HR call right out of the shoot. First guy I'm recommending, and it's Mr. Mike Trout. He is 6.4K on DraftKings, so it's not a cheap play. But I just love him in this matchup against Martin Perez. We know he's been hitting well. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's a great spot for him. So uh, hopefully we, we can fit him in salary-wise. Definitely like him. And, you know, you can go to a few other spots uh, as well. Rengifo uh, certainly has done a fine job against lefties. Um, and then up and down that lineup. Again, I'll be one-offing Trout, maybe one other Angel. On the Rangers side, I'm not a Lorenzen fan by any stretch. So I think, you know, grabbing a Ranger or, or two is not a bad idea at all. Uh, obviously, the two guys that always stand out, generally for me anyway, when it's against a right-handed uh, uh, pitcher, is Go Corey Seager at 4.8 and Nathaniel Lowe at 4.3K. So those are the two guys that, I would look to get. So I'll have a couple of one-offs in this game, uh, and that's uh, really about it. Uh, let's go ahead and check. So as we get into these early slate games, 
let's check a little bit of projections here. Um, how about we look at the early slate um, ownership for uh, stacks and see what we've got early on here on DraftKings. Um, it, you know, again, it's spread out pretty good, but you have favoritism to San Francisco, who is uh, in course. It makes sense. It's against uh, a pitcher that's not good. So uh, that they're 29% projected right now. Uh, Colorado second at 16. So people are hard on the cores game. I'm not as uh, big on that game today just because of the weather. And uh, they're not good teams, let's face it. Minnesota's next at 13, then Seattle at 10. Uh, right below them is uh, Texas and Kansas City at nine. Very little ownership uh, below that for LA, San Diego, Oakland, or St. Louis. So uh, interesting uh, breakdown there. On FanDuel, uh, you've got similar 29 and 18% projected for uh, San Fran and Colorado in cores. 10% for Seattle and Minnesota, so they're getting some love. And then right behind them is Texas and San Diego. The Yahoo All Day, which, again, we're going to be putting in there, whole different shift here, but I'll give you a good feel because it's all spread out. You don't have to stress uh, really having uh, any major players there. And their All Day does not include uh, the Coors game, which I think is just genius. I love it. Um, 10 and a half for Cleveland, 10% for the Yankees, 10 for Atlanta, 10 for the Dodgers. See what I mean? It's all spread out. Nine for Pittsburgh, believe it or not. Seven for the Cubs, six for Toronto, and so on. So not a ton of uh, chalk there by any stretch of the, of the imagination. All right, let's get back to the breakdown now. We have a little feel on the stacks. We have a lot of lineups that have already come in as well. Second game, five minutes later at 210 is the Minnesota Twins versus the Kansas City Royals. Eight and a half is the total. It's only 63 degrees. You'll see a lot more cool temperatures across the board today as fall starts kicking in in a lot of parts of the country. Uh, 10 mile an hour wind blowing in for, from center field that should help the pitchers here a little bit. Uh, Josh Winder at 7.2K for the Twins. Jonathan Heasley at 6.1K for the Royals. Uh, here's my biggest uh, probably contrarian play of the day because I do have a lot of chalk today, I have to admit, after enjoying all the contrarianism of yesterday. Uh, but I do have one right off the bat here. So my value pitcher on the early slate is Jonathan Heasley. Only 6.1K. He allows you to one-off guys like Trout and get a bunch of guys in here. And he's been pretty damn good. I mean, I really am impressed. He had one really, really bad outing two starts ago against Detroit. So let's just throw that out, pretend it, pretend it didn't exist, and hopefully that doesn't get replicated anytime soon, especially today. But if you throw that game out, in his last six starts, FanDuel points. 39, 31, 33, 20, 25, 28. I'll take any of those starts whatsoever in this game uh, in a matchup that I think is a really good matchup. I mean, the Twins are not hitting well. We've mentioned it a gazillion times here, but they just haven't hit. When Buxton got knocked out of their lineup like a month or so ago, 
they just have continued to just not hit the ball. And, you know, their, their lineup's okay in the, in, you know, in some spots at top, but it's at the, you know, the bottom four or five just are not impressive. Uh, it is out. It's a, a, a like a rise Korea, Gordon Miranda, I respect. But after that, Urshila has been up and down. Walner, Celestino, Cave, and Hamilton. So, you know, I think it's a good spot for Heasley. The temperature's a lot cooler. It was in the 90s in KC uh, less than a week ago. And uh, I just think it's a good spot for a cheap pitcher that allows you to get a lot of hitting. So I don't like any of the Minnesota bats. On the KC side, that is one of my stacks on the early slate. Uh, I've been going to them, and they've been coming through. And I respect that lineup, and I love the prices. And I just, I've consistently gone back to them, but they, like I say, they have really stepped up. I mean, Melendez, this is the confirmed lineup. Melendez, Witt, Perez, and Pascatino. First of all, those four, I think, are all solid, and they're priced right. Melendez is 4-8, Witt's 5-3, Perez is 5-2, and Pascantino is only 2-6. So you've got, you know, four guys that you can get in, stack up. I don't know if I'm going to go that heavy of a stack, but two or three Royals for sure uh, will make my lineup. And I think they've consistently uh, gotten it done. So again, I don't like that it's cooler there for the hitting, but... Uh, these guys, you know, against a young pitcher, pitcher like Winder, I think can can get it done. All right, game three. It is the Coors game. It's at three ten. It is uh, San Francisco at Colorado. Only fifty eight degrees. Slight breeze blowing in at five miles an hour from center. Vegas still respects it. It's a Coors game. It's eleven total. They are the two highest owned stacks on the early slate. And the implied totals are 5.50 on both sides. So it is intimidating. Uh, I'm hoping that it's a little subdued with uh, rain chances. There's a 45% chance of rain at the first pitch. It increases to 51%. So the bottom line is it's a 50-50 shot. If they get rain, if they get enough to delay the game or postpone the game, um, I'm not expecting that but I'm hoping it's enough to slow the bats down a little bit. The problem is these two pitchers are awful. You've got the combination of Cotton and, and Brebria doing the starting and placement for the Giants and then Urena for the Rockies. So this could get out of hand, and it is scary in that sense. Uh, you know, I think you almost have to have a little bit of exposure, if not a lot, but for me it's going to be a little bit. Uh, you know, and where that's going to fall, we don't have uh, lineups, just projections right now on their lineups. But, you know, guys like uh, Yastrzemski, Estrada, Peterson, uh, Flores, uh, Crawford, who came for uh, through for us yesterday, those guys can all be sprinkled in. And then the Rockies on the other side with, you know, McMahon, Daza, Crone, Blackman, Toglia. I like Toglia a little bit. He's at 3-6 right now. So, one or two guys here, not going to be a major stack for me. So, you know, I guess I am still pretty contrarian on the early slate, considering Heasley's going to make my lineup and I'm not going to stack this Coors game. So that should get me a little bit more different than I will be uh, on the main slate. All right, let me check uh, chat real quick. We still have the same group in here pretty much. Oh, Alan Hayes joined in. How you doing, Alan? Uh 
Uh, great to have you in here. Josh Crash Davis has made an appearance. All right. Uh, you'll be happy to hear some of my information later, Josh, about your Brewers. So you may want to stay tuned for that. I actually sort of like them and their pitcher today. So it is a surprise. And too bad you're not on here to enjoy it with me. But uh, great to have uh, you guys in here. If you have any questions, uh, throw them in chat. I definitely will check uh, as we go through this slate. All right. The next game is uh, at 337 precisely. The Seattle Mariners at the Oakland A's. It is 77 degrees in Oakland, so a little warmer there than it is in a lot of spots, which is unusual. But it is a day game. It's usually not super cold there till evening. But it is tough in Oakland pitching in those shadows. I always give an edge to the pitchers uh, when it's a day game in Oakland because it's very difficult. The ball goes literally from like shade to sun back to shade, and that is not easy to hit. A um, little bit of breeze blowing out to right center, 10 miles an hour. 4.26 implied for the Mariners. 2.74, very low number for the A's. Uh, George Kirby, 9.6K for the Mariners. Adrian Martinez, 6.7K for the A's. My top pitcher on the early slate is George Kirby. He is a little chalky, uh, but I think he's in the best spot. We know we love to pick on Oakland. We love when the game's in Oakland. It's always a great spot to pitch. Again, I love pitching in the afternoon there with the shadows. And I think he's extremely fairly priced, 9,600 on DraftKings, 9,300 on FanDuel, and 49 on uh, Yahoo. Uh, Oakland, I mean, how much time do you need to spend on them? They're dead last as a team batting uh, 216. That's 30th, dead last. They've uh, crawled up to 11th in strikeouts as well. They had been just more in the middle of the pack or below middle in Ks. But now they've even uh, approached here the top 10 in strikeouts. So great spot for Kirby. I think personally, in my opinion, he's my go-to guy on this early slate uh, over, you know, Joe Musgrove, who's getting uh, a lot of ownership there. So let's go look at that real quickly. The pitchers on the early slate. We talked about stacks. Let's talk about pitchers. All right, I accept the fact that George Kirby is 61% projected on DraftKings. I told you, you got to eat the chalk sometimes, and sometimes it tastes pretty darn good, and I'm going with Kirby here. Martin Perez, though, uh, super high, 54% projection against the Angels. Um, a lot of people have been on Perez. I know he's had a decent year. I know the Angels strike out. Uh, there's a possibility Otani's not in the lineup today from what I'm seeing. So I, you know, I get it, but uh, not a spot that I'm going to go. Joe Musgrove, like I said, getting quite a bit. He's at 38. Flaherty at 14. Lorenzen, 13. Uh, Martinez, 8. Winder, 7. Heasley, 5. And basically unowned are the Coors guys, Urena and Cotton. On FanDuel, my man Kirby, but just by a little bit. 38% over Perez, 32. Musgrove, third again at 18. And all the rest of the guys below 4% and below. So it's really those three getting all of the action. And we already talked about, uh, well, we didn't, but I'll talk about the Yahoo all day because that 
shifts things around quite a bit here. Um, you've got uh, a real split in ownership all over the board here with uh, guys like Cueto, uh, Waka, Suarez. Let me see here. Who else is in there? Uh, hold on a minute. Let me get the, the Yahoo. There's the Yahoo one. I'm Okay. Uh, Cueto, Suarez, Waka, Gallon, uh, Wazinski, uh, Yarborough. There's a lot of guys that are getting, no, that's stacks. What am I doing? Coach, wake up, coach. Where's my Yahoo pitching? Let's see if I can find some pitching. Okay. I'm going to pull that up and see. It gets a little confusing because you've got so many multitude of, of slates and Yahoo's main is also uh, in the evening, but Yahoo's going to see a lot of the similar close to DraftKings and FanDuel. You're getting a lot towards certainly uh, the pitchers that we mentioned, Kirby, Perez, Musgrove, uh, Flaherty getting a little bit of love as well. All right, back to the dance here. So for me, it's going to be, uh, Kirby, no A's bats. As far as Seattle bats, uh, you know, I don't like Adrian Mart Martinez, but some of the prices on some of the Mariners are a little high. Rodriguez at 6-1, sort of let me down last night. France at 3-9, Hanniger 4-9. Hanniger slowed down lately. Santana has been hot at 2-8. Uh, uh, but I prefer him hitting from the right side. He's a switch hitter. He'll be lefty today. So very little uh, ownership for me from Seattle, maybe a one-off at best. All right. The last early slate game is uh, the St. Louis Cardinals and the San Diego Padres. It is uh, 80 degrees in San Diego, so warmest spot. A uh, little bit of a breeze blowing in from left at six miles an hour. The total in Vegas is eight. 3.62 implied for the Cardinals, 4.38 for the Padres. Jack Flaherty, 7.7K against Jumpin' Joe. Junk Ball Joe, I'm sorry. Junk Ball Joe Musgrove, 10.3K, and I'm not afraid of jinxing him into a great uh, performance. I will say this, though. St. Louis has been in one of the most hellacious hitting slumps uh, that we've seen in a while. They just have not hit the ball well for like a week. So it's uh, more than a slump. It's just an overall sort of uh, head scratcher. And we know they're going to break out of it. They've got good hitting. But uh, it does really, if you're a Musgrove guy, the way the Cardinals have been going, it's certainly a good spot. I'm just not going to go there. I just... I still, and I know Crash and I have said it like every day for two weeks, they're going to break out double-digit runs and all this, uh, and they just keep scoring very little. So uh, we'll see. Today, I'm, I'm just not going to go there. I'm a little bit more comfortable uh, with Kirby as opposed to going with Musgrove uh, just because you just know Goldschmidt, Arenado, and company have got to get it going at some point. And it's warm in San Diego uh, and uh, why not today uh, for some of the Cardinals? Am I going to stack the Cardinals? No, not with that massive slump uh, that they have. Uh, you know, I think they're going to score some runs, but not enough to make them uh, one of my major plays here. Um, as far as ownership goes, you know, one off for St. Louis here or there at best uh, for San Diego against Flaherty. 
Uh, I'm not on Flaherty at all. In fact, he is my fade pitcher. Just been very disappointed with Flaherty, and he just doesn't look quite right. He's not going super deep. Uh, you know, he's he. I just don't like the way he's picking corners. And I think some of these uh, Padres could get after him. I mean, Profar, uh, Soto, Machado, Drury, Cronworth, Bell, Kim even. Uh, you know, maybe a little bit of ownership for me on the Padres side against Flaherty. Uh, I think both teams score some runs here, and I certainly would like to have some exposure. Um, so let me let's review this early slate so we don't get ahead of ourselves and confused. And then I'll give you my uh, other information here on the early slate, and then we'll switch gears and go strictly to the main slate. We we do it all here, man. We do it all. Um, all right. In the early slate, my top payup pitcher is Kirby. I think, you know, I think he's in a great spot against the A's in Oakland. My uh, surprise pick and uh, value contrarian play is Jonathan Heasley from the Royals. Super, super cheap. Allows you to get to monster bats. I'm fading Flaherty with the Cardinals. Uh, my uh, BVP play, I know it's a hard one to say, but I have to go there. I'm going with Goldschmidt. Uh, like I said, I think they'll get some hits today, and he's been excellent against Musgrove. Small sample size, 10 for 18, three extra base hit. He's homered off of him, uh, and he's walked nine times. So uh, definitely Musgrove a little bit afraid of him here. And if he grooves one, it's going to go. His OPS, 1537, 833 slugging, 704 OBP, which is outstanding, and 556 average. So come on, Goldschmidt, man. Let's get this rolling right now uh, today. Uh, my home run call, as I mentioned earlier, was Mike Trout in that early game against Martin Perez. My stacks. Okay, let's talk about these stacks a little bit because... Certainly, this is a bit contrarian for the early slate, but I really do like these two teams. Already sort of hinted on one, and that was Kansas City. I just like the top of that order. Melendez, Witt, Perez, Pascantino, even Oliveras, Isbell, Eaton, Lopez, Waters. Those guys aren't bad, and I don't trust Winder. So I think Kansas City is a nice little sneaky stack. And then here's the one I'm going to spring on you. I don't think I've had them as a stack team in at least a month. I, I'm sure Crash can attest to it, but I actually like the Rangers today, believe it or not. I think Michael Lorenzen is terrible. Uh, he's been given up home runs uh, by, by the bunches. I already mentioned I like Seager and Lowitz in the 2-3 hole, but I could actually put in a bunch of guys here. Simeon in the leadoff spot. Garcia, who's cooled off, but is always a threat cleanup. Uh, Jonah Heim, you know, is a 3.8 catcher, uh, K petra, uh, catcher that, you know, fills a nice spot. The youngster, uh, Josh Young, 2.6 K, certainly has some pop. Uh, so I, I'm going to get some a decent amount of Rangers and Royals. And then because I have the money to save on Heasley, I'll be able to cherry pick uh, the Trouts and uh, Goldschmidt's. So that is my plan. I'll go, uh, let me give you my prize picks plays for the early slate. 
It's Kirby over five and a half strikeouts and Mr. Mike Trout over seven and a half fantasy score. And I checked on Boom before I jumped on, and I'm going to be contacting somebody at Boom here shortly, but I did not see lines up for Boom. It may have happened since I've gone live here, but at 1030 when I was putting my projections and lineups together, uh, Boom was not up there. So I will give them a shout. Uh, They probably have some selections up now, uh, but I won't have them for this uh, show. I will put them in Discord uh, as they come up. Uh, and I'll make those selections for you. All right, let me look at uh, chat. Anything else? Uh, Tony A, what's up, man? Cards, yeah, cards are definitely in a hitting slump. No doubt about that, big time. Um, do we have more people? Yeah, we're starting to get some people filter in here. Let's go. Let's get this going. We got everything set here. All right, we're going to attack the main slate from square one. And then uh, we've already reviewed the early slate. If you missed it, you can watch it back. Um, And uh, all the selections are on there uh, for the early slate. All right, here we go. Main slate now. And again, it's a little bit different. It's a 635 start. So don't get stuck. Make sure you get that lineup in and get it together. 13 games overall. And we've got uh, eight nice games on this uh evening slate and i like it i really do going in 635 chicago cubs at the pittsburgh pirates it is 61 in pittsburgh very cool in western pa here today uh but there is a wind blowing out to dead center at 14 miles an hour so that's something to take note of it is a seven and a half total is all 3.75 implied for both sides you have Hayden Wazniski at 6.9K for the, the Cubs and Mitch Keller 5.8K uh, for the Pirates. Um, this game is not on my radar very much. Uh, definitely a pitcher's park and the temperature uh, will hold things down a little bit, but the wind blowing out maybe evens that out a little. Uh, neither team hitting the ball very well but I don't really respect either pitcher or their bullpens. Uh, You can go one-off in spots here. I would not trust any stacks in this game. Uh, I'll have very, very little exposure uh, overall here. Maybe McKinstry at the top at 2.8K is, or Ian Happ in the three-hole at 4.3. We know Rodolfo Castro has a big bat for the Pirates at 2.6 but he doesn't often make contact. So that's not going to help matters. So very little exposure to this game. I think it's a good one just to sort of not mess with. Second game is at 645 minutes later, Toronto Blue Jays at the Tampa Bay Rays. It's in the dome in Tampa. Seven and a half is that Vegas total. 3.89 implied for the Blue Jays. 3.61 for the Tampa Bay Rays. Taking the bump for the Blue Jays is Jose Barrios all the way down to 6.6K. How about that? Cheap. And then for Tampa, you've got the combo, Chargo at 4K, and then Ryan Yarborough who get uh, the bulk of those uh, innings early on at 5.4K. So you do have cheap pitching here. Not sure how good it's going to be. I mean, I get it with Barrios at that price. I think he's going to grab some ownership. I mean, it makes sense. 
Um, I'm just not going to go there. I don't quite trust them. Uh, I think the bats in this game are, uh, are decent. Not going to be stacking either side, though. I think that, uh, you know, if I did lean one side over the other, I would go to Toronto. Uh, but they're so dang expensive, man. It's the tough part. Springer 5-1, Vladdy 5-2, Bichette 6-2, Kirk 4-7, Chapman 4-5, Teoscar 4-6. Even Jansen, if he catches, is 4-5. So you can't get away with anybody cheap at all on the Toronto side, but I still want some exposure. I'm going to try to grab a couple of Blue Jays in the mix. Uh, even though Berrios isn't one of my selections, I'm not going to be uh, you know, very aggressive on the race side. I do like Wander Franco at 4-4. I think is very fair uh, for him. So I will have some exposure in this game, uh, but not uh, any type of stacking. Let's take a look at the projected uh, numbers here because it's going to have an effect in all these games. Let's see where these teams look uh, look like in the stack uh, situation here. So uh, main, main slate on DraftKings from a stack standpoint. Now that's pitching. Um, let's see here. Here we go. Uh, it looks like, uh, nope, I did pitching twice. I did all pitching today and no stacks. Why am I doing that? All right, I'm going to go live and look this up right now. No more messing around here. This will get us the live situation right now on the main slate where we're projecting stacks. We'll take a gander at... Um, the main slate on all three, DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo. All right, let's look at it from an ownership share right now. Looks like Milwaukee Brewers. Josh Crash Davis missed the wrong day to take a day off. They look like they're the projected number one stack at 16% against Mr. Hunter Green in Cincinnati. The Cubs second at 11%. Right behind them is the Yankees. Everybody's going Yankees and Judge, of course. Nine and a half for Cleveland, Pittsburgh at 9%, uh, which is higher, going against Hayden Wesneski. I think he's my accountant, his name Hayden Wesenski. Anyway, uh, after that, it's just all single digits throughout the board, so nothing dramatic from there uh, after Milwaukee, Chicago, New York, Cleveland, and a little bit of Pittsburgh. Um, let's look at the FanDuel side from the ownership Peace Brewers at about 18, Cleveland at 11, the Cubs at 11. So pick, picking on the other side there in Mitch Keller uh, on FanDuel, Yankees at nine, Pirates at nine, Dodgers at nine. So you can get the Dodgers pretty low stack. Houston at eight, Atlanta at six. So you're getting really good teams that hit the ball, low, low stack numbers. And a lot of good leverage all over the place. And uh, a lot of those, everybody's like single digits on uh, top percentage stack potential because uh, it's just all spread out today. Uh, weird weird matchups with good pitchers and bad pitchers in spots that it just doesn't, uh, doesn't add up to anybody being super chalky. On Yahoo, it's even more spread out. It looks like Cleveland... Atlanta and the Dodgers are all 10%. Remember, we don't have cores there to deal with. Then it's the Yankees and Pittsburgh at 9%. Right behind them, Toronto and the Cubs 
and Philly's making an appearance. So pretty spread out. Uh, very, very interesting there. Uh, and I think it makes for you know you to feel pretty good that you can get to these teams and not be uh, panicked that you're going to have uh, just dead chalk. Let's look at the pitchers on the main slate and just combine this all together. We'll get to uh, Brandon Woodruff. He's right now on DraftKings projected at 44% ownership with a 25% chance of being a top two uh, pitcher, which is 20 minus 19.5% on the leverage side. But don't let that scare you. I think he's in a great spot too. Shane Bieber, second at 22%, followed very close by Julio Urias at 21. Uh, Justin Verlander at 20. So he's fourth on the list. So not chalky as you would think. Hunter Green is 19, fourth highest. That is really bizarre to me. Uh, Max Fried at 18, Mitch Keller at 17, Jamison Tyon at 11, and Berrios at 11. I just had to share those because I thought they were, I usually can predict them fairly well ahead of time, but not today. I thought the numbers were a little bizarre on ownership projections for pitchers today. On Fandle, Woodruff dominating at 27. Uh, the Beebs at 13 and a half. Hunter Green again at 12. I guess people thinking Milwaukee's going to strike out a bunch. Verlander below him at 11. Urias at 10. So, uh, and then on Yahoo, um, we've got Woodruff at 36. The Beebs 25. Hunter Green 25. Max Freed, 24, Urias, 24, Verlander, 18. Same group of guys, uh, all sort of bunched together. So interesting information there for sure. Um, all right, let's get back to the breakdown. And uh, so, again, in that game, um, I will have some, some Blue Jays ownership not going with any pitchers. Eight, uh, 640 Milwaukee Brewers, as we just mentioned, against the Cincinnati Reds. It is 65 degrees in Cincinnati, so that cold front in the Midwest and Northeast is, is pretty sound. Uh, nine miles an hour out to right center, but definitely much cooler than it's been. 4.14 implied for the Brewers, 3.36 for the Reds. It is a 7.5 Vegas total. Brandon Woodruff at a very, very uh, reasonable price of 9.2K, in my opinion. Hunter Green getting a lot of ownership at that cheap 7.5 price. For me, I am going with Brandon Woodruff as my pay-up pitcher. So, Crash, you can stand up and applaud. I just like him against this Reds team. I, I know the Reds have a few young hitters you know, that, that we've been playing on and off. But I just like the spot, and I think he's priced right on DraftKings for sure, and on Yahoo. He's only 9-2 on DraftKings, 47 on Yahoo. He is much more expensive on FanDuel at 10-5. Probably wouldn't uh, go there with that price, but uh, I, I do think he's the best pay-up option for me, at least. He's been pitching well. Um, you know, for anybody that says, well, Woodruff's, you know, not on his game. Some of these other guys are not on their game. But it looks like Woodruff's pulled it back together. He went eight strong against the Yankees for 61 fantasy points and struck out 11. The game before that, he went against the Cincinnati Reds. Sound familiar? 55 fantasy score, struck out uh, 11. 
So, you know, he's back into a groove. He's had some good outings. He looked more like himself, that smooth delivery. And, uh, you know, against this team that he just dominated on September 11th, I don't see why he can't go and do the exact same thing uh, without question. So Woodruff is my uh, favorite payup uh, spot in this game. Um, I do think, uh, you know, some of these Milwaukee bats aren't bad. Uh, I'm not going 100 green. Um, I'm definitely not going to go there, but he is getting ownership. I'm not crazy about the Brewers bats, maybe roundy. I, I can call him roundy again because the last time I played him, he did not do well. So he needs to shake that off. Uh, Yelich, of course, at 4-4 is very fair. Uh, Adamas at 4-7 has been, you know, hitting the ball. Holds the record now for second base home runs for the Brewers for a season. Thought that was interesting. Passed somebody by the name of Robin Yount. You might have heard of him. Um, I, you know, just a, a one-off here and there, maybe two guys from the Brewers, uh, not going to any Reds at all. All right, 7.05, an interesting game. Houston Astros at the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, cool temperature, 67 degrees, with a wind blowing in from left field where it's you got to have a bazooka to get it out in left field with the uh, wall moved back and moved higher. 19 mile an hour wind blowing in from left. So that is definitely going to hurt the hitters. And it is a case for Verlander. I get it. But Verlander's, I'm not playing him though. I just don't think he goes deep enough. He's, uh, you know, he came back, he was on a pitch count, uh, you know, 60s, 70s in pitches. Maybe he goes six innings here. Maybe that's enough to get you over the top. But he is, you know, expensive. And, uh, I don't know, man. I just don't if, – if it wasn't for the Astros having a million-game uh, lead and them wanting to make sure that he stays sharp, I, they're not going to stretch him in innings. I just don't see it. So if I, have, if I know going in that I'm just praying he gets six innings, maybe he only gets five, it's just not conducive for me to go that direction, just something I, I just don't believe in. So – uh, if you go there, I'm not doubting. I'm certainly not fading Verlander, but I just don't think he goes deep enough to get it done here. And Baltimore can hit, even though it's cooler and the wind's blowing in, they can hit and they have some lefties that can pop it out. We know Verlander at times can give up a home run ball. So lefties going to right field, I think the ball will carry a little bit better for sure. Um, all right, uh, it's uh, a seven total here. I, I don't know if I mentioned 4.08 implied for Houston, 2.92 for Baltimore. Verlander at 10.7 versus Kyle Bradish at 6.1. So as far as hitting wise goes, uh, again, I you know the weather and the wind doesn't make you too excited for any Houston bats, and Bradish has been pretty good. Uh, if you look at him recently, he's done a decent job. Uh, I do like some of the lefties here, Alvarez, Tucker being two of my favorites, uh, but 6-3 and 5K, a little expensive. Wouldn't mind having a couple of Astros bats, not going to stack them up. On the other side, you know, I doubt I'll get to any O's. I don't want to try to, you know, take on Verlander per se, uh, but wouldn't mind having, you know, a few of the lefties like, uh, Mullins, Santander, Henderson, a couple of those guys, I think, have a chance to take him deep. 
but uh, probably going to be fairly light on this game because I do respect the pitching and the weather and uh, a couple of lefty bats maybe from Houston would make the lineup and that would be about it. All right, 7-15, Boston Red Sox, New York Yankees. This is going to be a fun game, and it's going to be highly owned. I think a lot of interest here all over the place, of course, with Judge going for 61. Um, it is only 65 degrees in New York, so definitely cooler, but the wind is blowing out to right center at 11 miles an hour. Uh, Michael Waka at 8.1K K against Jamison Tyon, 7.5K. 3.58 implied for Boston, 4.42 for the Yankees. So only an eight total, which is uh, is pretty respectable. But I like the over. I like the hitting in this game. I don't think Walk has been sharp. I don't think Tyon is particularly that good, to be honest with you. And I prefer the hitting in this game. These uh, Both of these teams are uh, stackable for me. And I'm going to have a lot of exposure here. Uh, may be fairly popular, uh, but I do like uh, both sides here. I think Devers is a great play, Bogarts, and it is expensive. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Uh, Verdugo in the four hole, more than likely at 4-2. Uh, J.D. Martinez, who I really like, he is my home run call for the afternoon, uh, or I'm sorry, main slate. Um, just like him in this spot, batting fifth, his ownership's gone down a little bit, super small sample size, four for 13 against, uh, Tyon with a home run, a couple of walks, a 973 OPS, 615 slugging, 357, uh, OBP and a 307 average. I just like him with all the other, these other guys hit him probably even better. Fam, uh, Devers, they all have really good, um, you know, BVP against uh, tie-on. So I like that side uh, for sure. And I also love the Yankee side. Um, you know, will I have the money to get up to judge? I certainly want to. I mean, the guy's on a different planet. I mean, when you really look at what he's accomplishing, triple crown right now, I mean, it's, it's mind-boggling. And just the history of how long these records have, have stood I mean, to watch, you know, the Maris family who's there they and stand up every time he gets in a bat to watch, I, it is so much fun. And I'm rooting for him. 6.5K is, is a hard pill to swallow. Um, I'll tell you what, I went with Glaber Torres yesterday, and he, he was my MVP. I, that was the best hitting game I've had a player have all season long. And he was the reason that we swept the board in all five categories. So, Labor Torres, thank you. You're the man. So who am I going to get to with the Yankees? The guy that I like the most today is Anthony Rizzo. He's batting right behind Judge. He's 5.1K. Uh, he's my BVP play today. Uh, I love the spot he's in. I think it's, it's going to be very – I mean, when you're a pitcher in this situation and you have to face Judge, it's earth shattering to you too. The place is standing up going crazy. You know, it's like pitching in a world series game. You know, the pressure of pitching to a guy that's trying to break a hundred year old record basically. And so I think the pitchers get, you know, shook up. And I think what it does is even if he gets an out or whatever, if he gets a single, 
the guys after him are the ones that really get to benefit, just like Torres did yesterday. That was a lot of my thinking in putting him in the lineup. And now you've got Rizzo right behind him that gets to enjoy that, you know, pitcher being shook up. And he has great uh, against, he's great against Waka. Now, if there's any guy in the league that won't be as nervous, it'd be Waka because he's a million years old. But every anybody's heartbeat goes up, the blood pressure, everything starts pumping when you're in that type of an atmosphere, period. And uh, it just happens to be that Rizzo is 21 for 50 against Waka. 21 for 50, softball numbers. He's hit uh, three home runs, seven ribbies. He's walked three times. An 11-14 OPS, 640 slugging, 474 OBP, 420 average. 420 average with a 50 at bat BVP size. So love Rizzo, love the Yankee stacks today. I will try to have one lineup with Judge in it. I doubt that I'll get to him in my main lineup, and I hate to say that because I really would love to have him in there. 6-5, though, is very, very difficult, especially when I'm going to try to have some nice ownership behind him. So Rizzo, for sure. I don't know if I go right back to Glaber. I mean, after that game and the groove that he's in, I'm tempted to go back to Glaber. I think Donaldson's a good play. Uh, I've been playing Oswaldo Cabrera, and he's now playing fantastic, too. He's What a super young player he is, too. I don't know how they got him. And then Harrison Bader. So I don't, I just, I think Walk is in for a long night. Judge Rizzo, Torres, Donaldson, Stanton, Cabrera, Bader. Those, those seven are all stackable for sure. And really the only one that break, breaks the bank is Judge. And I'm not going to Stanton. I, I know he hit that grand slam, but uh, I, I still don't think he's swinging the bat well. So I'm going to have three, four Yankees. I really am and probably three, and then go back with at least two Red Sox, maybe a Devers-Verdugo kind of thing on the other side. So this will be the key game for me. I'm going to be following this game closely. I just think, uh, you know, it's cooler. It's 65, but that's not cold, and the wind is still blowing out. So this is the game for me that's going to make the big difference. I'll be, you know, mini stacking both sides of this and more major stacking the Yankee side. All right, 7:15 Atlanta Braves Philadelphia Phillies. It is in Philly, only 66 degrees. Uh, 11 miles an hour in from left is the wind. It's only seven and a half total. 4.06 implied for the Braves, 3.44 for the Phillies. Two pitchers that are getting some love: Max Fried, the lefty, at 8.3K against Ranger Suarez, the fellow lefty, at 7.2K. So where do you go here? This is one of those scenarios where I am just going to cross my fingers and hold my breath that this game doesn't sting me. I respect both pitchers, but not enough to play them against these other opponent, this other opponent. I definitely appreciate both lineups, uh, Atlanta and Philly's lineup, but I respect the pitchers enough to not be loading up on hitters. So uh, the temperature helps a little. Uh, the wind blowing in helps a little bit for the pitchers, but I don't think it's enough to overcome the danger of Acuna, Swanson, Riley, Olson, Darno, Harris, Contreras, Grissom, Grossman. That lineup is badass one to nine. So it's scary. Suarez, I respect, 
I will have one brave or two because I think they're in a little bit better spot. Uh, Max Freed, he scares me. I've not been playing him lately. He's been okay, but not as super consistent. And he's got to face some tough sticks uh, from the Phillies. I mean, even though Schwarber and Harper swing from the left side, they've both done pretty well against Freed. And then you got to deal with Hoskins, Romuto, Bohm, Segura, who's heating up, Verling, who had a five-hit game the other day. So you can make cases for either pitcher. You certainly can make cases for either squad of hitting. So all that ball of confusion for me on that game says, let's just hope this is one of those 5-3, 4-3 games where it gets dispersed and I don't get stung by pretty much passing. And so that's somewhat contrarian. I think a lot of people will have bits and pieces from pitching and hitting in this game, but probably not me. All right. Last two games on the slate. We have any questions in here? Let's see. Uh, Sean V, what's up, man? We haven't seen you in here in a while. That is awesome. I know Rizzo is ice cold. That's okay. It, you can be ice cold and snap out of it, especially when you have that kind of BVP. And I know, you, Sean, I believe you're not a BVP guy, if I'm not mistaken. But remember, uh, 50 at-bats, awesome average, awesome everything against them. I think you can go after it. Uh, I don't believe it's supposed to rain at all for that Boston-New York game, Rodney. I look pretty closely. I think the rain clears Maybe a sprinkle at most. I don't see any doubt that a game that game gets in, but uh, you know, hopefully it's not enough and cleared that it's not going to affect the hitting, which I'm hoping that it does not. Um, let's see. Been away for a bit. I'll try the Discord again. All right, Sean, man, we want to have you part of what we're doing. We'd love to have everybody in there. I've missed a bunch of this. Tony A. Yeah, cards hitting slump. We talked about that. Uh, lefties don't touch Bradish. I know he's been good. Um, he is a re reverse splits guy. I get it. But, uh, I don't know. I just think Bradish is going to wake up a little bit, but, uh, not to the point where, uh, I want to just dive on anything there. Um, he couldn't hit the pirates. You know what? Don't dog Rizzo too much. And remember that whole psychological aspect of, He's batting right behind Judge and all the fuss and, and fury going on there. Uh, I think he's going to be sneaky and low-owned because he hasn't been hitting, and I like his price. So um, let's see. Narrative for Mancini. Yeah, it's true. He did double-dong. That's a, a guy you certainly can go to there. He makes perfect sense. Uh, let's see. Anybody else in there? Mr. David. Okay. Um, Oh, okay. So Sean V does have a little love for BVP. That's great to hear. There's a lot of people out there that trash me for that, but I'm telling you, if you played the game, you understand BVP because it's mental a little bit. And I know the numbers are the numbers and they play out the mathematical mathematical part, but trust me, it's uh it's it's a real thing. Um all right, I'm feeling my gut. It's Armani Cooper. Oh, how's Armani Cooper coming into this discussion? Just to, just to, <laughs> I love it, man. That is hilarious. All right. Don't forget 650, 650. It's a great lead in. Join us live tonight at 650. 
Crash and Mr. Steven are going to both be in there with me. We're going to do the breakdown for the, the Browns and uh, Steelers game tonight. All right. Um, two games left. Fired up here. If you're in there and you haven't hit the thumbs up, the subscribe button, and click the alert, then please do so now. We really, really do appreciate that. That means a lot to us. Um, also, if you're on Twitter, hit the uh, uh, retweet and like button. Uh, go after that. Oh, David, you can talk anything you want in here, my man. Anybody can. As long as we're talking and having fun together, that's what we encourage. You could talk any sport in here. I always want to talk NBA. In fact, I'll do it right now. Did you see the news today that the NBA is suspending the Boston Celtics head coach? It looks like for the entire season because he was having an inappropriate relationship with one of the members of the Boston front office, uh, obviously a subordinate, and that is a no-no. And uh, so the Celtics are going to be without their head coach for this year. I thought that was pretty, pretty wild, man, pretty wild. All right, two games left, my friends. Appreciate you being in here with me on a Thursday. Uh, we crushing all these slates, man. I am so fired up. I feel very confident, which is a great feeling to have. Um, so let's see what we've got. I do not think Waka is going to be very effective tonight, but that's okay. It's great to disagree. Um, where's my sheet? All right. Guardians, White Sox, 810. Only 60 degrees in Chicago. So it is fall. 13 mile an hour wind blowing out to right center. The total is only seven, which is understandable. 3.74 uh, implied for the Guardians, 3.26 for the White Sox. It is Shane Bieber, 10.1K for Cleveland. Johnny Cueto, 7.7K for the White Sox. My second pitcher for the main slate. I should say my uh, my my other pitcher for the main slate because I'm buying up for both. Yesterday I went down and and went with two value. Today I go two up. Shane Bieber is my pitcher against the White Sox. Cold temps, not cold but cool. Uh, he's been pitching great. Cleveland needs a victory. I just love the Beebs in this spot, man. I just think he's in a great spot. 10-1 on DraftKings, 10-8, which I'm going to pay on FanDuel, 52 on Yahoo. So he's not cheap, but I just think he's in the best spot. Uh, White Sox have a few guys that have been hitting, but there's still a lot of outs and a lot of strikeouts, strikeouts in that lineup. Tell me what's wrong with this, any of these last 15 games from Shane Bieber. 49, 47, 52, 49, 49, 32, 43, 55, 46, 52, 55. Tell me Bieber hasn't been consistent as all hell. This dude is so consistent, it's not even funny. Every single game between 93 and 104 pitches, every single game, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, even 11 strikeouts against Baltimore the one game. Great spot. He goes deep. They need the victory, stretched out. I mean, every other terminology you want to use. I'm really high on Beaver. He is my favorite pitcher. I'll have him in all lineups, all contests across the board. 
Uh, definitely going with the Beebs today. And I think having the Beebs with Woodruff, it's expensive, but you can get to enough cheaper bats uh, to get it done. And I just love that one-two punch today, man. I'm expecting 100 points from those two combined. I really am. I think I can get Woodruff and Bieber to crack 100 uh, FanDuel points for me in this in this in uh, these matchups. So that is the key spot for me to go. The rest of the game uh, itself, as far as bats, uh, certainly some spots you can go to uh, here on the Cleveland side. Quan, who had a great game yesterday. Uh, Rosario's dangerous. Ramirez, always a, a threat, but 5'7", not going to probably be able to get there. Uh, Naylor, who's been hitting the ball, and Gonzalez. Uh, even uh, Andres Jimenez has been really good. And those guys are all low fours, upper threes, so you can get uh, two, three guardians in there and not sweat it. Uh, no ownership for me on the White Sox side because I think Bieber uh, hopefully can handle this lineup. You know, it's not a, a crap lineup, though. I mean, you've got Vaughn, Robert, uh, Robert Grandall, and Gonzalez at the bottom of it. So you have decent hitters up and down that lineup. But with the temperature, the way Biebs is going, and Cleveland wanting uh, needing this win, I think he goes deep and has a really good game here. All right, last one on the board, and you have to wait two full hours for this stinking game. I cannot believe we have to sit there and wait two hours for the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Los Angeles Dodgers. Doesn't start till 10-10, for crying out loud. 73 degrees, no wind to speak of in L.A., so very subdued weather. Uh, great uh, pitching matchup here, low total, only a seven total here, 2.82 implied for Arizona. 4.18 for the Dodgers. A pretty tough Zach Gallon, 8.8K against Julio Urias, the lefty, 9.7K. So, great pitching matchup. Why am I not going with either one of these pitchers? Well, a couple of things. Number one, I think Zach Gallon is good, but it's in LA against that Dodgers lineup. That's enough scariness for me to not go there. Uh, he is priced decently. I get that. Uh, but it, it it takes a lot of courage to, to really pitch somebody against the Dodgers when they're playing their normal lineups, which they've been pretty much playing a day off here and there for one guy, but nobody in particular where they're benching a bunch of guys. So not going to go there. Urias is, is pitched well. I get it. Uh, the Diamondbacks haven't hit very well. They're slumped back down a little bit after getting super hot there for a while. But I just don't trust the depth of that Urias goes in this game. That's that's my whole thing. It's that that whole scenario that the Astros are in and now the Dodgers. You know, when you only have a couple of weeks, two, three weeks left in a season, uh, really we're probably down to two and a half weeks, and you have, you know, a million game lead, why do you want to push your guys to go super deep? And I just don't know if Urias goes deep enough and can get enough done in the time frame that'll be in there. So I'm not going to go there. But I do respect both pitchers enough to not want to get to bats. So I'll probably be in the dubious situation of having my score locked in and now having to watch this late game and just hope that uh, some fluke rainstorm comes in and uh, cancels it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm not going to have much exposure here for the reasons I just stated. I don't blame you if you have a one-off here and there. I'm always super tempted 
if Stone Garrett leads off again, because I really think he's good and he's only 2.4K. So that's not out of the question for me. Uh, I just, I'm not going to have the salary. I mean, I'd love to be one of those people on these podcasts. Is, okay, yeah, you know, grab bets, Turner, Freeman, Smith. I mean, you know, where are you going to get the 6K for each one of those guys, basically, uh, if you're going elsewhere with, you know, some different stacks. So uh, let's just hope for me that uh, those pitchers can control things a bit, but not be so great uh, that they dominate the slate. I think I'll take right now, I'd take Woodruff and Bieber over that gallon and Urias combination uh, in a heartbeat. So I'm, I'm hoping that that combo gets it done for me. All right. How about we review the selections and we get on down the road here. Um, I am going on the main slate with Bieber and Woodruff. I'm fading. I know it sounds crazy, but I'm fading Urias, Gallon, and Verlander. I'm just going to say all three of them right now. I'm just going to put them all in a bucket. I don't think Verlander goes long enough. Uh, Gallon against that tough Dodgers lineup, and I don't think Urias goes long enough. So those are three pitchers that are going to have a lot of ownership. Not for me. Um, as far as my BVP play, Rizzo is going to bust out of that slump tonight, uh, and J.D. Martinez is going to go deep. Uh, my stacks on this slate are Boston and the Yankees together in the same game. Uh, I also like some of the bats from Toronto as well. Uh, my prize picks plays of the main slate are Waka under 23 and a half. Uh, I just don't think he does that well against this, uh, this lineup tonight for the Yanks. And I like Willie Adamas over six fantasy score i think uh i think that number is just too low and i think he can uh definitely get that pretty quickly so that is it uh i'll have some boom picks um that i am throwing in there uh for sure uh that once you know once they're all posted i'll have those in discord for our members uh without question if you missed the early part of the slate part you can watch that back I went over all 13 games, all our picks, uh, all over the board. So I'm really hoping that helps you on both of them. Uh, it's already 12-11 here on the East Coast. So uh, we're getting uh, closer and closer to that 205 lock for the early slate for FanDuel and DraftKings and the all-day slate for Yahoo. Any final questions um, from anybody in, in uh, chat? Appreciate everybody jumping in. Definitely a different time frame for us. Hope all of you will join us again at 6.50 to go over the football uh, showcase showdown game tonight. And then uh, Crash will be back with me tomorrow at our normal time, uh, 5 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we'll be uh, going over a really busy Friday night in Major League Baseball uh, tomorrow. That is it, my friends. I think I covered everything. Uh, like I say, weather should be good everywhere. I'm going to keep a little bit of a closer eye on that Colorado game to see what the weather happens there. We did have somebody that say said they're in the New York area and it was raining right now, but we think that clears, but we'll watch it. We appreciate all the input uh, that everybody throws in there. So for the crew, I'm going to give a quick glance back through and just say uh, thank you to everybody because I really, really do appreciate the chatter in here. Joe K, 
Boy from Cali, Payne Blanks SM, David Dulac, of course, JT, Aaron Sampson, um, Alan Hayes, uh, let's see, Tony A, my man Tony A, Rodney Pollard, always a joy to have in here. Some dude by the name of Josh Davis, never heard of him. Uh, let's see, Sean V, of course, back in the fold. Glad he's back in here. Check out, check us out definitely in Discord as well, Sean. Uh, I think that's everybody pretty much. If we had any late people jump in, just a lot of talk. Hingo A, what's up? Cold chili in Philly. Yeah, you know, a lot of these games are going to be affected tonight. A lot of temperatures by around 60, upper 50s, low 60s. Um, uh, so, you know, I think that that's going to affect some of them. Uh, Tony A says, uh, when, uh, is a good young pitcher. Yeah. I think he's got some, some potential. I think that, uh, you know, from what I read about his minor league stuff, uh, certainly well-respected, um, you know, 6.9 K is a, a fair price for him and he gets to go against that pirates team. So it's not the worst play. Uh, no question about it. Like I said, cool in Pittsburgh for sure. Uh, wind is blowing out to center, but uh, as a, a uh, uh, value play, I don't think Wazinski's the worst you can go. Certainly an option. All right. I think that is it, my friends. Uh, if you're watching right now on YouTube, hit that thumbs up on the way out. Really would appreciate that. If you haven't uh, sub yet, do it now, if you will, and hit the alert so you know when our podcast posts. So uh, Crash and I and Steven will see you at 6.50, Crash tonight for football, and Crash and I will be back at 5 p.m. Eastern tomorrow uh, for baseball. Hit that like button on your way out. Thanks, Hingo. Appreciate all of you. Have a great day. Hopefully we follow up the clean sweep. We want to sweep them all again. Swept them all last night. We're going to sweep them all again. So we will be back again tomorrow when we look to crush it in MLB DFS. FanDuel, Yahoo, DraftKings, prize picks, and of course, boom, fantasy.